This true first-person story was recorded in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. If you want to learn how to tell your best story, sign up on our Hong Kong Stories Meetup page, follow us on Facebook, or go to hongkongstories.com. This story is from the second of two top-notch shows, where we celebrate by bringing back some of the best stories told on our stage in the past six months. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now, here is Yuri. Yeah, so it's the, it's the summer of 2012. The division of the massive British bank that I work for is about to be sold off to a tiny little Malaysian bank. When I think about the transaction that's coming up, and I think about my job, I come to one inescapable conclusion. The prognosis is negative. Look, I'm an editor and a production manager. Living in Hong Kong, I'm a pretty expensive asset in a role that not a lot of companies really see much value in. My job's going to Kuala Lumpur, Mumbai, maybe Chennai. I've got to find a new place to land. All right, so I kick into action, update the resume, refresh the LinkedIn profile, put the word out in my network. I'm looking for a new job sooner rather than later. I'm understandably nervous. The market's been pretty bad of late, and the pickings are likely to be pretty slim. It's just a few days later when I get an email from a headhunter, and you know, I don't really think that much about it. I've got probably, what, 50, maybe 60 headhunter friends on LinkedIn? I, I haven't met most of them, let alone had that turn into a job opportunity. But you know, Alice turns out to be different. We set up a meeting to get to know each other a little bit. She's intelligent, smart, insightful. She asks pointed questions, and instead of just sitting and taking copious notes, she actually gives feedback on what I'm telling her about my skills and experiences. She relates them to positions that she's staffing for at the moment. Right away, she tells me she wants to send me on an interview for an investment writing position at an asset management company. She tells me a little bit about the culture of the company, the personality of the person that I'll be meeting. You know, she's really investing and in trying to make sure I put my best foot forward. Then she kind of sighs and says, actually, you're not a very good fit for the company, though. You've changed jobs a lot. You've changed industries. You've even changed countries quite a few times. You know, this company's looking for stability. They want a long-term hire who's going to commit to the organization. My heart sinks as she concludes, you're not going to get this job. <laughs> but you know, the interview will be a really good experience for you. Hmm. Now, imagine my surprise when things actually start to move pretty quickly. It's not even a week has gone by, and I'm sitting with the head of HR for Asia. We go through all the standard questions, and I get out back on the street. Alice calls me back maybe 45 minutes later to give me a debrief on how things went, and to my surprise, to give me some uh, pointers for an interview I'm going to have a week later with the head of marketing and communications for Asia. Excellent. I'm not feeling like such a long shot for this job anymore. Anyway, the interview with the head of uh, marketing goes really well. Again, it's not even a week later. I'm sitting across the table from the President for International Asset Management. 
I've got my best suit on, crisp iron shirt, red power tie. <laughs> He's a pretty large American, sitting across the conference table, takes up a good part of the other half of it. Chair squeals in protest as he leans back and says, so Yuri, tell me a little bit about yourself. I, I oblige him, and all the time I'm thinking, why is this big president guy wanting to talk to little me? Anyway, the interview continues like this. He's asking me the standard interview questions. You know, they don't really have good answers, and they probably wouldn't tell him very much about me, even if they did. So, Yuri, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, I see myself as the head of a pan-Asian team of investment writers, producing thought leadership on relevant themes to the industry, building the brand of the company, and helping to bring in increased assets under management. Well, 20 minutes into that, he leans back, folds his hands across his impressive belly, and he says, well, Yuri, I guess you're probably wondering why I wanted to talk to you. And I'm like, well, yes, yes, I was. I, I make a polite noise to move him along, and he says, you know, the head of HR came into my office last week, and she told me, I think we've got a really great candidate for the marketing role. She handed me your resume, I had a quick look over it, and I wanted to fucking vomit. <laughs> what the hell are you, some kind of goddamn hippie wandering around the world trying to find yourself? Uh, I'll, all right, pause a minute. Uh, freeze frame here. I mean, what do I say to that? My resume made him want to fucking vomit? Is he allergic to resumes? Does he have the flu, maybe? Oh, shit, though. You know, he's right. I am a goddamn hippie wandering the world trying to find myself. I mean, let's, let's call it what it is, you know? I was born and raised in Canada. I lived in Korea for a long time. Then I spent some time in the United States. Went back to Canada. Now here I am in Hong Kong. I've taken a lot of long career breaks to travel, you know. I reached the height of my hippiness during a year I spent in India and Nepal living on ashrams doing a lot of yoga. <laughs> I've done marketing. I've done PR. I've done sales. I've been a teacher. I've been an editor. I've been a producer. I've worked in finance, I've worked in high tech, I've worked in education, hell, I've even been a civil servant. <laughs> so here I sit, my mind spinning. It's do or die right now. We've come down to the final moment. So unpause, on with the show. You see, Alice and I knew this question was coming, and we'd prepared for this. I leaned forward, crossed my hands on the table, looked him in the eye and said in a calm voice, it may look like I've been all over the place, and I'll admit, I've jumped around a little bit, but you just gotta look through my CV, look through my life, and you'll see one thing runs through it all. 
I'm a communicator. I write. I speak. I make complex ideas seem simple. I elicit emotion. I think I'm pretty good at what I do, and I'd like to do it for your company. <laughs> the interview went on a little while longer, and then he just kind of shook his head, smiled wryly, sighed, and said, I don't know, Yuri. I just don't know. <laughs> we shook hands. I went back out into the teeming streets of Hong Kong, returned to my terminally ill job with my soon-to-be ex-company. But you know, I think something went right in that interview. I spent almost four years with that company doing a job I wasn't a good fit for in a company that I wasn't supposed to join. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this story from Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more, visit us on hongkongstories.com. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>